You're listening to the Homeboys Podcast, recorded in our Indiana office and with combined 40 years of experience. Here's your hosts, Clint and Scott. What's going on, everyone? You're with the Homeboys. We're excited to have you today. We are talking the importance of hiring the right real estate agent for your transactions, and it is very important. Not every real estate agent is the same. I'm here with the best real estate agent in the state of Indiana, Mr. Scott Adams. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Overselling me again, huh? Not even close. Well, you're too kind. You're too kind. If if clients want somebody to put cookies in an oven and hold an open house, you're the the guy, right? (laughs) You know I've done that once. No, you haven't. Yeah, yeah. For for Miles. Oh, okay. Yeah. For your buddy Miles. Yep. I did it. I I've made. I literally put cookies in the oven. I've done a few. You have? Uh, I, I did not put cookies in the oven, but like I would, I would show up on a Sunday yeah. here and there because clients yeah. would have to have it. But it's. Uh, but we will talk about yeah. open houses a little bit. I think that's a funny picture to see uh, you. Hey, welcome. <laughs> um, I just can't picture that. But yeah. uh, but anyhow. Um, I think it's something that our clients really and listeners really need to dive into here because a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, real estate agent's a real estate agent. I mean, it's a transaction that they all know how to do, and that's not the case. And, like, how important it really is. The turnover in the real estate agent world is so huge that a lot of times people get inexperienced people because— Yeah, the failure rate's in the 90% range, I believe. I've that, heard a lot of stats, yeah. you know, the, the one of the old adages is two out of every three real people that go into real estate or out of the business within three years or something like that. Yeah, I think it was higher, but yeah. And don't hold me to that, but, uh, but you know, it's a very important, uh, very important decision. Yeah, I think one of the, the ways to really understand the importance of it is, is to frame it in the, in the fact that for most people, buying a home is going to be the largest transaction they have ever done in their lives up to that point. Without question. And when you are handling the largest transaction of your life, you need to have protection. You need to be represented with someone who knows the details, knows the in and outs. And that's why it's so important. And we're going to get to different points about the experience and those kind of things. But um, it's hard to explain the gravity of why it's so important. My own father sold his house here in Indiana, as you know, like nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's in Southern Indiana. So I'm, I'm sure he would have wanted me to list it if it was here locally, but he didn't want to pay a realtor. And I, I couldn't get through to him. And I know he left money on the table. I know for a fact he left money on the table because he just put a for sale by owner and hoped people would come by. And what happened is these other realtors were the people bringing agents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's, um, it's a very important thing. I know some people look at it and don't want to spend the money, but if you think about this being your largest transaction most people will ever be a part of, um, you know, it carries a lot of gravity and you need to do it right and you need to have the right people by your side to, to get it done the right way. And we'll talk a little bit about what can go wrong here a little later, a little foreshadowing, um, you know, the legal issues that a person could get into, you know, sure. a bad valuation, uh, lots of process problems, new agents not knowing the the, the contracts. And we'll talk a, a lot about that, but I want to just talk about what our role as real estate agents has been. We are we are both licensed real estate brokers and have been for you're over twenty years now, which yep. is hard to hard to imagine. I'm right at twenty. Um, it's uh, 
that's went by really fast and a lot has changed. So let's dive in a little bit and just talk about our roles as real estate sure. agents a bit. I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that, that we're both licensed and um, a lot of people who are kind of in the investment world that we're in, they don't get licensed. And um, we, we believe that it's something that we should be proud of. It's something we take seriously. It's something that we represent with, with pride. Um, you've got a lot more retail experience than I do. I've, I've always done friends and, you know, things like that. Um, I was a lot more focused on the investment side than a traditional listing. That doesn't mean I haven't done probably more than most realtors, you know, have done. I've done in the hundreds of traditional home sales, but you've done a lot. So why don't you tell us about your retail experience? Well, you know, when you say retail, that, that means more of like your normal, um, owner-occupant type real estate, so someone that's buying a house to live in or, or someone that has lived in a house that is selling it. And once I got my license, I was focused on the um, investment side, but I was so eager to make money in any way that I could because I was scared about being in business on my own. I basically managed my sphere of influence and represented them in buying and selling real estate. So a lot of people at my last job that I had prior to going into real estate full-time, I represented them. Um, Lord blessed me with a lot of friends. Yep. So I, uh, you know, I represented all my friends and family. Um, and then, you know, that, that would also spread out that they would refer me to somebody. So, you know, did a lot. And whenever I first started, it wasn't like it is now. The market was not nearly um, as strong as it is now. So, we did do you know, neighborhood canvassing, um, sending out postcards. Sure. Um, we did some open houses. Um, you know, we did a lot of that. But yeah. really, like the thing that I think that that separated us a lot is because I did so many transactions because I was an investment property specialist. When it came to the legal side and the paperwork side. I knew the contracts inside and out, which is an extremely important piece. Um, I, it's one of the most important pieces, mm-hmm. and it's you're right. You know, people who um, like us were who dove in headfirst into the investment world. Um, there's no faster way to gain transactional experience, and and why that matters um, is is that if someone's done a lot of transactions, your realtor has a lot of experiences. Mm-hmm. It there's a lot of important legal steps in those contracts that you can ask your agent about and the typical agent won't know anything Correct. about those. That's why I've always I've always said that hiring an agent an agent with an investment background is very uh, important because someone that is an experienced investor they have put their money where their mouth is and they they know the market in a way and really it comes down to you know agents that specialize in investment property they have to be looking out for their client's bottom line. Should not be any different with someone that is um, going to live in the home. I mean, it's, a, it's very important. That's true. And um, so we both have a lot of ex- investment property experience. Um, you've got a ton of, of what we call retail experience, mm-hmm. traditional listings, traditional um, uh, uh, working with uh, buyers. Mm-hmm. Um We also both have a lot of experience in listing foreclosures, um, which gained us a lot of knowledge on, Mm -hmm. on, and, and again, this may not apply to if someone's looking to sell their home. However, someone who has these kinds of experiences, 
um, that we have, and there's a lot of agents who have these similar experiences, they're going to be really good at knowing all those details. They've worked with the lawyers, they've worked with versus a realtor that comes straight out of you know school won't have experience with this. But we have a lot of, of experience with listing foreclosures, both of us. I worked with Nancy uh, Alley, and we listed almost every HUD home in the state um, for about a year and a half. You know, we were, and there were a lot of HUD homes back then. Yeah, there were. You know, I, you and I were talking <laughs> about it was a it was a machine. So we'd sit in that office and input them in the into the MLS for hours together. Right. Hours. It was just a constant um, loop of that. And um, we, you started off with some local regional banks. Yeah, we, uh, me and Barry, who's on our team, we represented a large regional bank, 15 locations here locally, um, that we did all of their foreclosure work. We right. started that in 2007 or 8-ish, and we still service that account to today. So it's been, it's been a big account. And they're a very well-respected company here in Indianapolis, and it's an honor to, uh, to represent them, and I don't, I don't take it for granted. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of our investment experience. The last piece of that would be property management, which right. we've, we've talked about. You know, we, we manage rentals for other people. We manage our own, uh, those sorts of things. And that's, you know, a whole other topic. No need right. to dive, dive into that too much. But, we you know, we have um, around 700-plus properties. About 800. Yeah, mm-hmm. single individual homes under management. So it's, it's not just that we've managed one or two of our own houses. You know, we have a whole company built around that. And a lot of realtors won't won't have that experience. And if you're doing a traditional sale, that may not be important right up front. However, one of the ways Clint got into this business of invest on the investment side is when things went wrong with listings and 2008 happened and houses weren't selling because of our, someone who has property management experience, he was able to turn on a dime and turn those houses for a lot of those folks into rentals. And then they could then move and it helps facilitate that. So it's not a key that you have to have it. Mm-hmm. It's just another one of those experience pieces that really adds up to um, what a good agent would have, you know, all those pieces. Amen. Um, I think it's also important to discuss just a little bit. We don't have to dive into it too much. What has changed since we've been real estate agents? And I'm really hinting at technologies probably is the biggest thing, and we can sure. – kind of talk, talk about it real quick, but whenever you got into real estate, which I still feel like we should, we're, we're, we're relatively young, but we're just not. We're not. And then when you, when you talk about whenever you started in real estate, the MLS was in binders it was. and not online. Correct. We had we, dial up. We, we're tempo. really old. <laughs> we, we had the dial up that you could use that first year, but no one did. We were still on a book system, meaning I believe it was, quarterly it might have been monthly you got a book from my board our metropolitan board of realtors of every listing mm-hmm. a, a book and that's how you knew if it if you wanted to go see that house you call that agent i'm picturing the book sitting in the passenger seat of your car while you're listening to a cassette tape uh-huh. and talking on your bag phone you know driving bag down the phone street. the brick phone <laughs> it uh it was not an efficient or effective you know, listing, mm-hmm. um, you know, system. Um, so then we went to the dial up and, and, uh, now, now the tools that are available out there are pretty amazing. And, and that's one of the things that a lot of folks don't, um, feel that they really need a realtor because a lot of that info is still out there. Um, 
I still believe you should have a realtor for a lot of reasons, but the technology that's out there for, for buyers and sellers is a great tool. Those are great yeah. tools. Um, however, the power behind local MLSs and the local and the, the local knowledge and, and all of those aspects, um, it's, it's very powerful. And it's, mm-hmm. I really recommend that you, you use it. So, you know, that leads me to like, there's Zillow out there for, for customers now. And sometimes that's good and bad. You right. know, I, I think that uh, the information does help, but it is unique where whenever I started in real estate, the only way someone saw a house is if we set up showings and we went out and looked at it, there'd be a few pictures online. Now there's pictures everywhere. There's virtual tours. You know, a lot of times they know a lot about the house, you know, before we even, you know, sure. schedule a showing. So I think that that's something in the retail world that has really made uh, made a huge difference. It's almost eradicated the uh, the open house concept right. that we were talking about. Um, it's not super effective anymore. The open house no. isn't. You know the the uh, the Zillows have made it where you can you can account for taste, so your buyer or seller can kind of you know see what's out there. In particular, say a buyer will be able to see what houses they really like. And then the realtor will be there to protect them to make sure that the pricing is right and those things. But it's taken a lot of that, uh, you know, selling out of it because people know what they want and they can go out and see it themselves. So a realtor's role is almost, you know, as technology has changed, has become more um, protectionist and facilitator than shower. Right. You know, and and I, I like that, you know. I do too. I mean, I wasn't a huge open house guy right. uh, to begin with. In fact, whenever, you know, in the retail world, I always used to say, you know, to my clients, if if you're looking for me to, you know, bake cookies on Sunday and hold your house open, I'm I'm not your guy. Which um, which is a great point that brings us to, which is picking the right realtor. Personality matters, and um, you know the way that they operate matters. So make sure you talk to them about all those things. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I, I've always tried to be upfront and honest. I don't feel like holding open houses is best use of their time to be out of their home on a Sunday or best use of my time, um, you know, where we can do a lot through uh, search engine optimization. Um, you know, you do lots of things with, uh, with videos and, and uh, you know, Google AdWords and Facebook. Yep. And There's so, a lot of technology help that, that agents have. Um, they can follow up on any showing that did happen. Mm-hmm. Now it's all through the same system. You can, you know, you can interact with, if that person had an agent, of course you'll interact with that agent, seeing what they liked, what they didn't like. There's all kinds of great technology tools that, that realtors can use. Now that doesn't mean if you really want open houses and, and cookies and that stuff, there's realtors who will do that. Mm-hmm. And, that's why you should pick a realtor that matches up with your personality and will do the things you want. But, you know, make sure that, you know, they have that experience and then pick somebody that fits your, you know, your personality and, and the goals that you're, you want. And, you know, everyone, every agent's uh, technique is going to be different. You know, I could sit here and tell you why I don't think that, uh, you know, that works. And I won't give any of my clients a bunch of lip service and just tell them what they want to hear, which, you know, um, I'm going to tell them the truth, right. and I don't believe in it. Um, and, but you know, there are some people out there that are doing it. You drive around on Sundays, you still see those, you still see signs and balloons, sure. um, you know, out there. I remember the one of the last uh, listing appointments that I that I actually went on um, was a it was a friend's uh, parents, and I sat down with them, and they said, "Well, you know, we've met with four other realtors, 
Um, and so I just wanted to see what, what your presentation was. And I said, well, that's, I'm, I'm glad you have. I hope you pick whoever fits your personality, right? And, and they said, well, I want to tell you what we want to list it for and tell you what those other agents think we should list it for. And I said, I don't, no, don't tell me. I don't care. I don't, I genuinely don't right, care. Right. I, I mean, I know the market. So, you know, whether, you know, you know how it is. Two of those mm-hmm. agents will have, you know, shot the clouds yep. just to try to land the listing. You know, one of them has sold two houses in their career and has no idea what lip the service are. Right. It's all lip service. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, getting that agent with experience, you know, and I wish I had more time to do listings. Like you said, you love them. Oh, I love it. Um, you know, our office has expanded in that we have uh, a full retail division, yep. some really, really high producing agents that we have that, uh, that have brought a really positive energy into our business. And, uh, you know, they're, they're growing, you know, some of that uh, sales with some of our other property pros and whatnot, but you have really specialized mainly on the investment property. Yep. Um, your last listing appointment, I won't even ask when that was. I'm yeah, sure you were, you were probably ago. stopping by Blockbuster on <laughs> right. the way home to get some movies to watch. But, but, uh, I probably. probably, but uh, you've really concentrated on that. But let, let's segue into, so what should someone look for whenever they're picking, um, you know, a, their real estate professional? Sure. Well, I think experience is number one. You know, I, new agents, um, there's, a, there's a steep learning curve. And there's a reason why the failure rate of agents is so high. The barrier to entry to become a realtor is fairly low. You graduate college or graduate high school. You don't have to go to college. You just go take this class and then get your license. You take some tests and get your license. They don't teach you the most important things in those classes. And you and I talk about it all the time. Great point. It's awful. It's ridiculous. We've complained to our board of realtors, and it's not just our board. It's the states. Number it's one, every state being contracts. They don't teach you how to do a contract. You never see a contract. You're a licensed real estate professional, and, you're supposed and to you've a never legal? seen a contract. Correct. And you're supposed to be handling the most important yeah. buying decision of someone's life with never seeing a purchase agreement. Correct. It's mind blowing to me. And, and the amount of time you and I have spent with our attorneys over the years, I mean, the thousands of thousands, probably in the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on attorneys understanding contracts and learning these. That's all on the experienced realtor's dime, you know, and, and the good realtors will have so much experience with these contracts. So that's the most important thing. What, what do you think? No, experience is, is, is definitely, you know, number one and, just going back to whenever I got my license at that time, and I don't know what it's like really to get your license um, today. I don't think that this option is available, but there was an accelerated mm-hmm. class right. that from the time I decided to get my license, or let me say from the time I signed up for the class to the time I had my license in hand was 10 days. Yeah. 10, 10 days. days. I was a little bit different because I had some real estate experience previously to being licensed, but so many didn't, you know, they were just, they were licensed agents in 10 days without ever doing a transaction with never buying a house and without ever seeing a contract. So experience is definitely number one. Right. Right. Um, Number two, uh, I think it's important to think about the specialty that you're looking for. So it could be, are you an owner occupant? Or are you an investor or are you looking for, you know, property management? In some ways, are you a listing agent or a selling agent too? You know, there's a lot of people who specialize in just listings. 
lot of those agents have a team though. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the top of the pyramid are really heavy hitters with listings and then they have a team right. handle the, the buyer's leads that come in. But you know, if, if you're looking to buy, there's buyer agent specialists out there that any um, real estate office has. There's also like some high end luxury True. real estate agents. But that's important that, for those. Like if houses. you hear like a, like a, a local sports personality is putting their house on the market, yep. you pretty much know it's one of three or four people, Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's getting it. Um, but you and I have gone and looked at a lot of those just for, I mean, fun. We thought one of them was a deal was, uh, you know, a person who owned an insurance company. And, uh, you know, you remember when we yeah. thought that could be a deal, yeah. but anyway, that's, that's a whole specialty, um, in itself that higher end listing. So if you're in a little niche, like real super high end houses, um, you want to find someone with those. If you're, if you're in a waterfront community too, there's specialists mm-hmm. for different lake fronts, um, you know, those, those kind of are the things that you look for, but number one would be experience. I believe number two would be personality matching up. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. And, and then looking for a specialist that fits your you know. personality is a big, is it, you, you want to, you're going to be spending a lot of time potentially with your real estate agent, whether, you know, you're in a car going around and looking at places or you're just on the phone. I've always said, I only do business with people that I like and respect. Thankfully, I'm not struggling for customers. And if there's someone that I don't like and respect, I'm a lot of times I'm not, you know, probably going to be doing business with them. I believe in what we do. Um, But anyhow, if you're going to be spending this much time with somebody, make sure you like them. So personality, you know, is a big thing. And going, going back to specialty, just, just briefly, you know, again, I believe in the investment world being able to facilitate everything because if you're looking out for your client's bottom, uh, bottom line, that's some, someone, you know, really important, but you gotta, you gotta ask those questions. You know, has this person done, um, investment, real estate foreclosures, right? Has this, uh, person done property management? Um, has this person ever sold a home of $2 million? You know, whatever it is, your need is, you really gotta, really gotta look at that. Yeah, and, and, you know, we harped on the experience part and, and kind of those specialties pretty heavily, but I don't think people understand how complex a transaction can be. Again, this is usually the most, um, l- the largest dollar amount um, transaction a person will ever make when they're buying or selling their, their house. And it's beyond that. This is a complicated process. Um, it's, you got to get through inspections. You got to have a realtor that can help you understand how that inspection process works. Yeah, that brings me to our next point. Okay. So, and inspections is a great one. What could go wrong with selecting the wrong real estate a- agent or someone that doesn't specialize in that particular transaction or picking someone that just simply doesn't have an experience? What could go wrong? Well, the easy answer is you leave a lot of money on the table, but the the even bigger risk than that is that they blow up your transaction because of incompetence or inexperience. And we see it all the time. And by blow up your transaction, I mean, you don't get to close. You don't, your sale doesn't happen because the realtor didn't check, check all the right boxes, fill out the contracts the right way. Didn't know how to hold people's feet to the fire. Didn't know how to get a a house through that process. We have a full-time transaction coordinator, right? And we always have. Mm -hmm. That person is moving that ball down the field 
every day. There is stuff that that realtor should be doing. A lot of Whether realtors, or not you're in the office or you're out of the office or I'm in the office or out of the office, they're moving that transaction. They forward. are. And there's a lot of realtors, realtors who don't understand that or don't have a transaction coordinator. Um, they don't understand how important it is every day to move that thing forward. And it takes foresight, effort. Um, you've, you've got to be prepared for what's to come that you know is coming with inspections. You know, you, you, there's so much prep work that you can do to make that transaction go smoothly. And there's so many things you can not know that you should be doing that can make it go very wrong very fast. Now, I don't want to just say if someone doesn't have experience, don't hire them because everybody's got to start somewhere. But if they don't have a, have a broker behind them that is top-notch experienced in giving them time, I would be very wary, mm-hmm. you know, of that. Well, without experience... You know, I think one of the biggest pieces for a real estate agent is to know what the market dictates and to know, hell, what's, you know, what's a property worth, right? You know, um, so having a bad valuation, you know, on something, um, you know, we see it in the investment world all the time. I mean, we got to, we got to have it down to the 1%, you know, in our world. And I think that, you know, a retail real estate agent should, should have the same. Sure. Um, What happens if they don't, let's say they don't know what a listing should be. What are the... What are the, the downfalls? Of oh, that? it could be a lot. I mean, you could you could get uh, you know fifteen steps into the process, and a house doesn't appraise, and that creates a whole other issue. If a house doesn't appraise, and if it's an FHA home, then that sticks with the home for a certain period of time. I mean, there's there's lots of uh, there's lots of different things on the investment side. You know, if you get a bad valuation, you know, and you were doing uh, you're you're wanting to to do a refinance at the end, and then all of a sudden the money that you were expecting to get is not there. Um, you know, or if you're flipping a home, uh, you know, you could be doing it all for nothing. Right. Uh, you could be spending months of work to literally lose money. I mean, it's there's there's lots of things on the on the home valuation side. Yeah. So uh, valuing a home correctly is so important, and it's also an art and a science. And it's very difficult for new agents to do correctly. Um, but if it's not done right, A, the property can sit there if it's priced too high and never sell. And then people don't understand just because you lower the price, people have passed it over and they're not coming back. Correct. You it's know, a pro- stale It's, it's a, a stale, stale property. listing. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it sticks with it. So you, even if you lowered it to where it should have been and it would have sold had you priced it that way to start with, we see a lot of those then sell for even less because – uh, investors are, or investors, the buyer is wary, right? And the the seller is desperate. You know, it just doesn't look bad. So, getting it the the price not too high, you know, you you cannot overprice it, or, you, or it really messes up that whole listing right. rhythm. And then if you price it too low, you're leaving money on the table. So that valuation is so important. And again, it's it's a uh, it's an art and a science. And just. Briefly, we've talked about it a little bit already. The legal issues, you know, that could that could go wrong with with the transaction. I mean, it's you know from uh, from title issues to, um, I mean, you, you you name it. It's uh, yeah, we you just, know, just not t- doing a purchase agreement correctly. Um, you know, being expired. You know, it, there's just so many details within within the purchase agreement that's so important that somebody knows what they're doing. Um, For sure. And even if they get all of that right, they they need to know how to react when things go bump. You know, we just had a 1031 exchange with, I believe it was five houses in it, mm-hmm. and there were some complicated uh, title issues with 
tax past taxes on a house that were paid but weren't showing Mm -hmm. some health and hospital um, repairs that needed to be done that we did you know when we remodeled the house obviously that because of covid health and hospital is behind on updating five properties you know in a single transaction could you imagine if someone just got their license trying to navigate that i mean that's a very complicated and that's an extreme situation sure because, I mean, that, that really takes someone that truly knows what they're doing. You're having to work with the t- thir- 1031 exchange specialists. Title. Mm-hmm. Lawyers on all sides. And and trying to negotiate the right solution yeah. for, you know, these clients of ours. And, and just all the work that we had to put into it, knowing what we were doing. You know, could you imagine, you know, trying to navigate yeah. that? It's... Uh, Experience. I, 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 I feel like we just keep coming back to that. You know, experience is so important. And, uh, you know, again, you don't have to pick someone that has investment experience if you're just buying a house for yourself. But, man, the, the experience that they've gained from that and the extra options that they'll have available for you, you know, I, if I were going to – when when we list our houses out, out of state, we always pick a realtor that has retail experience mm-hmm. plus investment experience. Right. You know, for even if it's just a pure retail listing, um, and so you know, we believe in it. We we put our money where our mouth is with that. Absolutely, I we we bought a house in Fort Myers, Florida, not too long ago. I don't know that market like I know Indianapolis. Right. Why would I go down there and act like that? You know, right. uh, you know, and I, I get uh, too emotional with some of my own personal real estate. I have Barry, who's worked for us for fifteen years. He he actually lists. He listed my own personal home in October for me. Uh, and I paid him a commission on it and was happy to because it took that emotional connection to the property away. And I know how experienced he is. He's awesome. Sure. Um, you know, and especially like when it comes to, uh, he's the best when it comes to like inspections and inspection responses, which is another thing that could go drastically wrong. That's right. Um, you know, having a, an experienced agent that knows the inspection process and knows how to get things done if it does come up on inspections. Because things um, will come up. There's going mm-hmm. to be things along the way in that transaction. A Good realtor is going to make it seem like it was a smooth and easy process. I've yet to have a single transaction in my career out of tens of thousands that's actually smooth and painless. There's going to be bumps along the way, and a good realtor is going to get you through that. An experienced realtor is going to get you through that. And if they have a personality that you mesh with, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to maximize that. They're going to maximize it, and everyone's going to win. It's worth it. You're such a fear monger. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we get to that, you know, like every show at, uh, you know, at the end of the day, real estate, I mean, it is a very important decision for people. So I think, I think, you know, being open and honest about things that can go wrong is important, but I I was in these shows sometimes thinking, my gosh, I've just been, been hateful. I, I, yeah, (laughs) but at the same time, you know, this is, can be a great experience for people if they hire the right. It can be a lot of fun. It is. We love it. Yeah. You know, this is what we do. You find a good agent Mm -hmm. that you like working with. It's fun. Real estate can truly be fun. We're lucky that we get to do this every and day. And you like helping other people move, right? <laughs> whenever, they, whenever they buy a house, you like yeah. actually helping them move. Right? The only reason I don't drive a pickup truck. I <laughs> love pickup trucks, but I don't want to be asked yeah, to help. Not, not, yeah. Everybody doesn't have one, right? So um, my my girl's dad was moving, and, and he was asking people to help, and he didn't even ask me. And I said, you know, if you would have asked me, I would have helped. And he said, no, you wouldn't have. I said, yeah, I would have sent you a pizza. Smart man. I would have sent you a pizza. <laughs> Smart man. He knows you. That's, if someone asked me to help him move, I'm like, sure, what's your address? And then I just send a pizza. I'm with you, man. <laughs> I just say I got a bad back. Yeah. You know, yeah. just gets me out of it. Out of it. But anyway, well, that's our show for today. Again, really important. 
do a lot of thinking about who you're going to hire as your real estate agent. You know, what type of transaction are you doing? Uh, what path are you taking in real estate? Very important um, to have an experienced professional. Like Scott said, it for most people, it is the biggest financial decision of your life. Take it seriously, seriously as such. So uh, until next time, we are the Homeboys. Thanks for joining us and happy investing. <laughs>